0: Hi everyone, I am Shubh and welcome to another episode of Little Wisdom, where we look into science and spirituality to strengthen our wisdom and self-awareness. Follow us on Instagram at littlewisdompodcast. Okay, in today's episode, we unpack multitasking. You'll hear why doing too many things at once worsens your memory, it worsens your judgment, and why it can also be downright dangerous. We'll look at three ways that you can minimize this multitasking habit to be more productive but more importantly, to have peace of mind. Also, some of you may hear your own names if you've been following us on Instagram and talking to us there. All right, so sit tight. Here we go. As I sat there, he looked around the room and said something that made me never want to multitask again. This was about five years ago, maybe six, and I'd signed up for a session by Guinness record holder and global keynote speaker Nishant Kasi As we all sat there waiting to hear some magical tricks and walk out feeling like thug life memes, the grandmaster of memory gave us one tip to boost brain power and to get great memory. Stop multitasking, he said. Now, for someone like me, who used to pride themselves in multitasking, and in a world where job applications require it, where mothers are praised for it, and where we snigger and laugh at those who cannot multitask, his advice felt like a bit of a curveball. Hang on, I thought I came here to learn about boosting brain power and memory. So what's multitasking got to do got to do with it? <laughs> Turns out a lot. Before I explain, do you know where the word multitasking actually comes from? When researching for this episode, I realized that it originated in the 1960s and was used to describe a function where computers were able to run multiple sets of instructions at the same time. The term multitasking was not coined for people, but for machines. But soon it found its way into our vocabulary. You might say, but Shubh, hang on, we multitask all the time. And I'll say, yeah, you know what, you are right, we do. In fact, I'm doing it right now. I'm reading my notes, I'm recording this, and I'm also secretly praying that my neighbors don't start drilling. And yes, not all multitasking is bad. There are things that you can do, which are okay. You can listen to your favorite music while running. You can chat and brisk walk with your best friend. You can chew gum while watching TV. These are okay. In fact, they may even make you enjoy the activity even more. But the key is that these can be done almost intuitively because they don't compete for the same cognitive functions at the same time. But when you're replying to a text from your partner while your friend is telling you about a problem at work, you're trying to use the same brain functions that require sustained attention. These functions are best suited to do one thing at a time, but here you're trying to do multiple things. You're listening to your friend's story, you're trying to empathize, while you're also reading and hopefully logically responding to your partner's message. According to a Stanford Memory Lab study, those who multitasked heavily significantly underperformed on tasks that required memory and sustained attention as compared to light multitaskers. So if you're trying to cook multiple dishes at once, or reply to emails while listening to a podcast, hopefully not this one, uh, your brain is overworking the same functions and competing against itself to pay attention to all the things at once. This slows the brain's processing, increases retention of inaccurate information, and causes you to make more mistakes, and of course, it interferes with our long-term memory. If you're driving and texting, it places you at a higher risk of an accident. So it's not worth it. I want you to picture this. You're in a class of 40 students. And each of them come up to you one by one to take a piece of candy. Such nice, well-behaved kids. (laughs) It's a smooth and systematic process and fairly easy to do. Now imagine that you're holding onto the candy container and all 40 kids rush and start grabbing it all. When done, you're not going to be able to remember who took what or even how many. And that's kind of like what multitasking does. You have all these tasks coming at you, you try to do all of them at the same time, and bam, you don't remember half of it. One of the biggest reasons we practice multitasking is because we want to be more productive. We want to get more done. But researchers estimate that you lose up to 40% of your productivity if you do multitask. So there you go. It defeats the purpose altogether. Some of you on Instagram may have seen that I was reading The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. Great book, by the way. If you manage to get your hands on it, I highly recommend it. And some of you responded with your own thoughts around it. Divnoor said that she prefers to not multitask, but when situations demand it, then it leaves you with no choice. And Mehek also echoed some similar sentiments, saying that when there's many things to do in a short span of time, I will multitask. Otherwise, focusing on one thing is best. We had Rainer Baines from the Good Vibes podcast making an excellent point, saying I believe we'll only multitask on things that don't fully interest us. If you're doing something you love, you don't want anything else or anyone disturbing you. And actually, that's true. I think it it does uh, resonate with me. Because I think when you're really enjoying something, you can sit with it for hours. Speaking about quality versus completion, Buddha wrote in saying, if the task requires high quality output, then it needs a one-pointed focus and vice versa. Lastly, Kat said, multitasking is overrated. That's right, girl. (laughs) And Stiles said, it's impossible. Impossible indeed, that is true. I think this is probably why many successful or prominent figures refuse to do it. Jack Ma had once said, if there are nine rabbits on the ground and you want to catch one, just focus on one. So how can we catch the rabbit? As usual, I'm not going to leave you hanging. I'll show you the problem and, of course, share some solutions. So here are three ways that you can minimize multitasking and be less distracted. I said minimize because in today's world, I know it's not a fair or feasible reality to say we're going to eliminate it. So let's start by just trying to minimize it first. All right. Here we go. Number one, further your phone. So... Phones are a double-edged sword. We need them, but oh so distracting. I think that's especially true for um, smartphones because we have, well, pretty much everything in there nowadays. And with the whole work-from-home thing, it's gotten worse. The more your phone is in your line of vision and easy to reach, the more you actually do reach for it. If I don't want to be distracted, I put my phone behind me nearer on my bed instead of on my table. So out of sight, out of mind. If it rings, I'll of course pick it up and I'll answer it. But I don't want to take the effort to turn around, get out of my chair, and grab my phone to check messages or social media. And usually, if I really want to focus on something, I'll also try to avoid using these messaging apps on my desktop. um, Because then again, that's just distracting. It breaks the flow. You're trying to do too many things and switching between more than one task. Bottom line The more the number of actions and steps required to get distracted, the less motivated you are to switch tasks. Okay, number two is use the Pomodoro technique. I think some of you might have heard of it, you might know it. But meaning tomato in Italian and invented in the 1980s by Francesca Cirillo, the technique asks you to focus on a single task for 25 minutes. When the timer rings, Take a five-minute break and get back to another Pomodoro. After four tomatoes, take a 15 to 30-minute break. So this is said to work because it avoids distractions and it gives you clarity about where your time is going. If you are a creative, let's say you do lots of uh, editing or designing or writing, this may actually give you the nudge to sometimes get started. And you may end up getting into the zone and the rhythm that you need to, to, well, keep going. So if you need to keep going and the 25 minutes, you know, is, is just a good way to get started, then do what works for you. Keep going after that if you have to. All right, guys and girls, number three, the last one. Ask yourself, can this wait? I had gotten into this really bad habit of eating my breakfast while checking and replying to my emails. One day I was like way too hungry and I figured I'm just going to sit down and eat first. Halfway through my meal, I realized how peaceful it was and how long it had been since I'd simply sat down and enjoyed the taste and flavors of my breakfast and actually enjoyed the meal. Because I'd been so busy or feeding myself the illusion that I had to be busy, I was missing out on little daily joys because I wasn't savoring them anymore. So now, anytime I feel I have multiple things to do and they hit me all at once, I hit a pause and I ask, can this wait? And usually I find that it can. All right, so even though it's been years since I walked out of that session with the grandmaster of memory, I tried that one tip to stop multitasking and it has made a big positive difference. And I still remember it today. Alright, horrible joke, but anyway, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Remember that multitasking was coined for computers and not for humans. And while there are some things we can do at the same time, those that compete for the same cognitive functions not only worsen our memory, but also make us more prone to mistakes, hamper productivity, and affect our ability to retain accurate information counter this by putting your phone further away, using the Pomodoro technique and being present by asking, can this wait? Can I do it later? I want to thank you all for listening and for sharing your thoughts with me on Instagram. I thoroughly enjoy them. All right, so join us there on Instagram at Little Wisdom Podcast if you haven't already, if you want to communicate a little more and share this episode with someone if you had some light bulb moments and hopefully they will too. Alright, take care, stay present, don't multitask, and as usual, stay wise. See you!